For years, the American public has been victimized by the so-called cinematic geniuses, telling us time and again to see inferior movies, leaving us bitter and lost with no return. But no more! This travesty of justice cannot and will not continue, because we now have the Cinema Judge! Hello and welcome to The Cinema Judge. Now before we start the show today, I just want to share with you a little bit more about the show for those who haven't heard or watched the show on cable access. First and foremost, this started off as a cable access show over 20 years ago and I've been doing it ever since. And then eventually I said to myself, why couldn't this be a podcast? It has interviews and all, all the things that are necessary for a podcast. So eventually I just said, hey, I'll just you know, every show is I'll get rid of the video and I'll just use the audio and then I'll introduce like the interviews in between. So it's really that simple. It's we're basically one giant infomercial for a movie. If you want yelling and screaming, people criticizing, you know, actors or movies, whatever, there's a lot of other places for that. And that's great. That's their game. That's not ours. We're here to just talk about movies and share them with you and give you interviews and behind the scenes footage and you know, anything just I could, you know, talk about, about the movie and the people in it. So here we're basically one giant infomercial. Here's the evidence. They give it to me, the cinema judge, and I present the evidence to you, the jury. And it's like, if you want to see it, great. If not, great too. So that's what we're about here at the cinema judge. Now approaching the bench today, we have the high note. Now this is one of those movies because of the whole app, you know, pandemic thing going on. It was just released right to On Demand. And this movie stars Dakota Johnson, who plays Maggie, this personal assistant of this megastar. She starts helping out this artist become what she wants to be. Now, you may know Dakota Johnson from the Fifty Shades of Grey series, wildly popular, based on a book. Also, she's in The Social Network. And also, if you really want to see a fantastic movie, she's also in... Bad Times at the El Royale. That is, hands down, one of the greatest original movies I've seen in many, many years. So if you have a chance, see Bad Times at the El Royale. Anyway, so it also stars Tracy Ellis Ross. That's the high note, obviously. She's in the TV show Blackish. Wildly successful, funny, and she's so talented. And she's also in the movie Little. And... A fact that I was totally unaware of, and I didn't even realize until doing this show, that she's the daughter of Diana Ross. I, I'd i never put it together, because she's so talented on her own, I never, you know, I guess I never heard or read about it or anything like that, but she's so talented, so funny, gifted, and so in this movie, she plays like a, a diva, so she actually has to... You know, kind of. She doesn't play her mother, but it, she just delves into some of that also. And also, this movie stars Bill Pullman. He's in the TV show The Sinner, and also from the independent film Independence Day films. You might know him from. He's been in a slew of movies, so 
he's in here too. And just in, just one more person who stars in this movie is Ice Cube. And obviously you know him from Barbershop, you know, Ride Along, you know, Fist Fight, and obviously a great musician. So those are a really great cast in this film. And unfortunately it wasn't being able to be released, so now it's just on demand. Now up next, we're going to have a featurette. And in the featurette, you'll, you'll hear from Tracy Ellis Ross, Ice Cube, and um, Dakota Johnson talking about the film, talking about the people involved. So it's just kind of a maj page, but talking about what the movie's about and their challenges involved. So here's that featurette. My name is Tracy Ellis Ross. I'm playing Grace Davis, who is a singing superstar. I come from a legacy of singing. Grace Davis is nothing like my mom, but it is a world that I know. As a kid, it was something I always wanted to do. And for this role, I had to face the dream and the fear all in one. <laughs> the first day I went in to record, it was a little bit like meeting a monster. But to be working with someone like Rodney, who is a seasoned pro. A little bit more emphasis on the stop. Beautiful. Just felt way more comfortable than I expected. Damn, the girl still give me goosebumps. Tracy sounds so good singing. She sounds like she's been singing forever. She has a great presence. A new album, that is what you should be doing. Could be fun. Tracy is really incredible. She has been prepping so much for this film and has really transformed into the full-blown icon. Grace, you are the song. You should not be buried under all this flashy garbage. It was very important to me to anchor Grace's identity in the fact that she's a powerful black woman. I will decide what I do next. This is that turning point where she can either keep going down the road she's been on or she can let her secrets be her gifts and actually let her heart fly. In the history of music, only five women over 40 have ever had a number one hit. And only one of them was black. There's so much great music in the film. The songs all have a different special place in my heart because music is a world that is home for me. So it's been fun to share that. Coming up next, we have the director of The High Note. Now, don't yell at me. I'm going to butcher her last name, but I'm going to give it my best shot. So bear with me. Her name is Nisha Ganatra. G-A-N-A-T-R-A. Most notably, you'd know her from, she directed the Amazon original Transparent, and also she directed You, Me, Her in Code Academy. Now, here she is talking a little bit just about what the high note is about. Um, so I was attracted to this project because Laura Greeson wrote a really beautiful script. Um, it was funny. It was warm. It was a really refreshing take on a, a subject that I know and love, which is um, a, a boss and an assistant. Um, it's also just ultimately a story about two strong women um, at a point in their lives where they have to take risks. and. Any movie that has two strong women taking risks and then being greatly rewarded for those risks is a movie I always want to get behind. I want to tell that story. I want to see that story. I want to um, celebrate that story. So when I read the script, that, that was definitely the thing that drew me in the most. 
Approaching the bench next, we have Dakota Johnson, who plays Maggie, the assistant, and she tells us how she felt when she first read the script and when she was offered this job. When I first read the script, I was, my heart fluttered and I laughed and it is so smart and Flora did an incredible job. Um, I just thought it was perfect. Coming up next, we have a scene from The High Note. And this scene is with Dakota Johnson walking the foothills of, I think, California. And she's trying to tell her, you know, how she wants to talk to her about an album and all these things and how her friend's just trying to tell her, hey, you're just a worker, pump the brakes. So that's what this conversation is about. They're just walking. She, her friend's just trying to convince her that you're not that important. She was telling me about all these amazing affairs that she had. So with... you didn't talk to her about the album? No. You don't understand, Katie. She, she doesn't, doesn't have, have any family, family and no, no friends. friends. You're not friends. We are friends. You know how I know we're friends? Because friends don't pay friends to be their friends. I actually feel like I pay for a lot of this stuff. This is like in a trap, you know? You are not the only person in the world for her. You are my only person in my world. <laughs> I know that. But if you told 12-year-old me that one day I'd be working for Grace Davis, I mean, she's an icon. It's the dream job. Or at least it's like the gateway to my actual dream it's job. It's like gateway but... to like Stockholm Syndrome. Hey, I thought you left your phone in the car. Yeah, my, I left my phone in the car. This is my work phone. Okay, you know what? Listen to me, Maggie. Yes. Phone down, eyes on me. Yeah. I know you think that she's going to give you this, like, life-changing shot, and you guys are going to ride off into the sunset holding hands or some shit, but I think we need to consider the possibility that this woman doesn't even know your last name. She does, sometimes. Do we really think she's going to stop making you wear her shoes around the house to break them in and, oh, I don't know, make you her producer? Yes! Maggie! She only did that once, by the way, and it was for the Grammy. Can you please want more for yourself? We are like this. So when you say affairs... I'm not going to tell you anything. Like, give me a because name. Because Grace and One I are name. friends and I signed an NDA. Coming up next, we have the star of the film, Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays Grace, talking about when she received information about this movie. And I just got to say, I just love it when somebody has this much enthusiasm about doing something that they, that they love and what they really wanted to, you know, make this movie happen. Oh, it, she had, brings such joy to everything she touches. So here she is talking about when she received news about this role. It came to my attention, and the moment I read it, I was like, I'm getting this movie. <laughs> to which I achieved my goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know... I've been working in TV for a long time and I've had really extraordinary experiences and roles that I've been able to play for numerous years um, with great success. And there haven't been a lot of feature scripts that I've been interested in that I felt would um, allow me to stretch and fly and grow in ways that I don't already get a chance to. And this was one of them. Coming up next, we have Dakota Johnson talking about working with Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy is really incredible. She is super talented and super smart and super kind. And she has been prepping so much for this film and has really transformed into, into like a full-blown icon. And it's so cool to see. She's totally embodied the whole character, you know, it, like perfectly. I think she's really, truly done a perfect job. Now what's good for one is good for another. Up next, we have Tracy Ellis Rose, who plays Grace, 
talking about working with Dakota. It's been wonderful working with Dakota. She has a a deep well of emotion that's always waiting at the surface. Coming up next, we have Dakota Johnson talking about her character. Maggie is someone who is exists within me and within a lot of people that I know. Um, she's uh, really intelligent and talented and um, super ambitious and full of, of uh, like dreams and kindness and life. And I really wanted to see a movie with that woman at the center of it. I think it's very powerful. I think it's a really great, um, uh, it's a great role model for young women. And I think that she's funny and self-deprecating and uh, always working harder, always trying to become better, whether it's a better person or a better musician or a better assistant. Coming up next, we have another scene from The High Note. I'm going to try to set it up for you. The scene takes place in the house of Grace, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. And the assistant, Maggie, played by Dakota Johnson, is downstairs. So Grace is calling for her from downstairs. You know, she's standing on this pedestal when she walks in and there's a bunch of people fitting her for a dress. So here is a scene from The High Note. Margaret! Margaret! Hi. What do you think of this? Do you think it's too booby? Mm, yes. Oh. Perfect. You can go. Oh, okay, great. Thank you so no, much. No, not you. You guys can go. Thank oh, you. Oh, Thanks. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye, Ms. Davis. Well, Margaret, yeah. are you sure all of this is still okay with you? Um, because after that little show at the recording studio, I'm, I'm not sure. Because if there is something else you want to be doing, I don't want you to be here if you don't want to be here. No, Grace, I will, um... Yes? I want to be here. Good. Because I want to go through my closet and donate things that aren't sparking joy or whatever. Coming up next, we have the great and mighty, all-talented Ice Cube talking a little bit more about this film. The story is about um, an assistant to a <clears throat> superstar uh, entertainer. Um, you know, big time diva, uh, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. I play her manager, Jack. And they've been together for a long time. And um, this assistant is really an undercover producer. And she's really using this assistant gig to secretly become a producer and um, you know it's kind of her trying to navigate this world and you know that the hell of being a, an assistant to a diva like superstar at the same time trying to reach her dreams uh, of actually doing music and not just being an assistant. Coming up next we have Dakota Johnson who plays Maggie talking about this is her second time working with Ice Cube. This is my second time working with Ice Cube, and he 
in both movies hates me. <laughs> and it makes me laugh so much. And I think that maybe perhaps we'll just I'll just continue that thread throughout my career and maybe in, you know, seven years from now we'll do another movie where he, his character hates my character. But off camera, I really love him. He's so sweet and so loving and um he's a great actor and he's so funny. He says things that are out of control funny. Um, and I could watch it and listen to it all day. Coming up next, we have another clip from The High Note. Now, in this scene, Ice Cube is talking to Grace, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. And she's doing this therapy where you know, she's putting her head inside like this fe- like mist, trying to you know save her voice and all that kind of stuff that musicians have to do. In the other room, that's where Dakota Johnson is, who plays Maggie, who's just, you know, her personal assistant, you know, doing stuff, and they call her over to try to help interpret or have her write down what she wants to reply to Ice Cube. So here is a scene from The High Note. Just one simple me. The label guys want to know all about Vegas. (laughs) (coughs) You know what? Let's just talk about this later. Continue to do your... uh, you can I don't want to sit with a bunch of label guys who what is that have to be reminded have to be have to be reminded that I'm still alive What do we sit here and talk about mm. Uh I've already done a greatest hits album and a live album and now a greatest hits live album? <laughs> what? Look, when I agreed to come back, what did you promise me? Huh? You said you was gonna listen to me this time. All I wanna do is play it safe so we can stack some money. It's pathetic. No, you pathetic. Cause you arguing with me and your ass should be on vocal rest. I will decide what I want to do next. Yeah. Give me the popsicles, Maggie. Yeah. You always walk away. Grace. Coming up next, we have an interview with Ice Cube who plays Jack Robertson. And I love how Ice Cube talks about how he, where he drew his inspiration from, managers he's known, had, and how he wanted to approach this role. So here's Ice Cube talking about his character and the role. The role is great for me because I've seen all types of managers through through my career and um, you know some of them have bigger personalities than than the acts that they're managing so that's the kind of manager I wanted to be a guy who damn near thinks he's the star you know he dresses sharp every day um, and he's he's ready for success uh, and he's putting a lot of pressure on her to keep the gravy train going and not try try something new. So um, one of those managers who have way too much influence over the artists. Um, and so I knew I could play the role and I knew I could uh, enhance what was there, hopefully make him pop off the screen a little bit. Coming up next, we have Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays Grace. And now this is her talking about working with Ice Cube. Ice Cube is fantastic. He, on the surface, is like 
like this burly man that's got like prickles. He's like prickly and he's like a mush ball when you see those eyes. Once you get in those eyes, you're done. And I feel like once Cube was cast and we started playing, it defined Grace. Coming up next, we have Ice Cube, who plays Jack Robertson, the manager of Grace, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. Here he is talking about how he is a fan of hers. I've been a fan of Tracy for a long time. Um, I always thought she, um, you know, was was very funny. Um, you know, ha- has a great presence. Um, I, I used to watch her show Girlfriends. I thought it was very well put together. Um, and, you know, she seems to find these great projects, you know, being on Blackish. Um, so to work with her, I was, you know, pretty stoked about it. Coming up next, we have another clip from The High Note. In this scene, we have Ice Cube, who is on the plane with Grace played by Tracy Ellis Ross, and they're just having a moment talking to each other, enjoying each other's company on the plane. So anyway, here's a really just fun scene with those two in the high note. Got your bag of diabetes right here. Boom. Give it to me. You know, I don't even like sugar. Uh-huh. I'm going to carry this on the off chance that you might want something. Uh-huh. You know? but Very kind. You know who ends up eating it all? Who? Me. And I'm trying to do better. Mm-hmm. Take him a little Pilates, <laughs> spin classes, eating my salads. Iceberg lettuce with a whole bunch of blue cheese on it is not a salad. Look, when you say it's a salad, it's a goddamn salad. Not a salad. Yeah. Mm. So let's go over the list. No, I don't want to go over the set list. Grace, come on. I get off this goddamn plane right now. You're going to get off the plane, Jack? How are you going to get off the plane? I bought you the plane. You- my voice bought me this plane. That's a damn technicality. Give me another red vine. You know what? 20% of that's mine. Unbelievable. Coming up next, we have Tracy Ellis Ross, who plays Grace, who discusses about the music, how much she enjoyed making the music for this movie and those who helped her. So much great music in the film. And let me just say that Corinne Bailey Ray, who was a songwriter and singer that I loved and have loved and love wrote one of the songs that I'm singing. Show the front door. And then Sarah Aaron's. Yeah, the music has been really beautiful and fun. We hope you enjoyed our in-depth look at the high note. Now, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, ways to improve the show, please feel free to drop me a line and let me know. That's what we want to do is make this as enjoyable show as possible. But I also want to thank you, all the people around the world, really, who've tuned in and listened to this show. I am just beyond thrilled. For example, Australia, Vietnam, Mongolia, Germany, Italy, France, Ukraine. It's just been fantastic from, you know, people from, you know, Minnesota, Rapid City, South Dakota, all over the place, from Virginia. It's just been amazing to me, and I am just deeply moved as so many people take their time out of their busy life to listen to this show. Again, there's millions of these things out there. And just sharing this time with me and just listening to the show, thank you very much. Well, until next time, thank you for listening to The Cinema Judge.